Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Paladins of Voltron, an unofficial podcast about the Netflix original series Voltron Legendary Defender. I'm your host, Jeremy, and this is my other host, uh, Jason. How are you doing, Jason? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Good. Good. Uh, and if you would like to leave us feedback, uh, please leave us a comment on our site or you can email feedback at povpodcast.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and leave us and talk to us there at POV underscore podcast or contact us on Facebook at POV podcast. So uh, we're going to be talking about season two, episode six, the arc of Tajir. Uh, this is directed by Chris Palmer and written by Mark Bimisterfer. Uh, I, I'm sorry. That, that's very- I'm no help. Sorry. It's a very hard last name, so I, I, I can speak English and bad English, and that's about it. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, a summary of this episode. Um, on the planet Talgir, Marvok, the Galward commander, has disabled all but one engine on an arc that the local population has built. The planet is slowly disintegrating after the Galra have stripped it of all its resources. On the Castle of Lions, Allura and Keith both, um, both think that they are the reason that Zarkon has tracked them. Pidge suspects it's the Black Lion instead, but Cran uh, shuts that down quickly and doesn't think that um, that's true because there's been no record of a connection between a lion and a paladin from that distance. Shiro decides that it's time to stop running and they need to go on the defensive. With a Gal Refinder that Pidge creates, they find um, some near the planet Tajir that's, um, that they can reach and they plan to um, go attack them the following day. In his quarter, Keith is staring at his dagger when he has a vision of the red lion eating him, and then he sees himself in Galra armor and hears Zarkon say, I can find you anywhere. When he wakes up, he he decides to leave the castle, now convinced that Zarkon is somehow tracking him. However, before he gets into a pod, he sees Allura doing the same. They join up and take a pod out into space. The next morning, the team assembles, and they discover that Keith and Allura have escaped. Shiro orders them back, but they refuse and lose communication as the castle hits a debris field from the dying planet of Tajir. They land near the Ark and talk to the leader of the Tajirans. Uh, um, the Tajir knew that the planet was about to um, shed this outer layer and had set up a colony on their moon, but due to the damage of their ship, they're now unable to escape. The team offers to, to help, even though they only have four of the five lions. In deep space, Allure and Keith have a conversation about the Gara. Keith tries to convince her that there are possibly good Galra in the galaxy, but she refuses to believe that, um, that any one Galra could be good. Elsewhere, Zarkon has located the Paladins and contacts Marvok with the coordinates. Marvok sucks up to Zarkon for a bit, then agrees to go back to Tajir. Um, on Tajir, the, the team tries to come up with a way to slow down the planet's destruction. They use Pidge's new um, lion ability to create seams of vegetation along the cracks, and then Lance freezes it with his new ability. And with the um, with the the surface stabilized for a bit, they start repairs on the ship. As they start getting it repaired, the Galra return an attack. Hunk's, Hunk gets under the ship and tries to hold it up while Shiro issues order from, orders from the team. Before Karan jump, uh, joins the fight, he contacts Keith and Alora and tells them to get back. Keith. Um, tries the booster that Pidge had installed on the, the ship, but it promptly ejects them and the ship explodes. Marvok um, is then ordering the full arsenal used against the Alliance, but the Alliance are too quick, and so he orders the Ion Cannon to be used against the Ark to lure the Alliance together. The Black Lion damages the Ion Cannon, while the Galra recover and focus the, their other cannons on the castle. Koran tries to go um, and talk the Red Lion into 
letting him pilot it. But the lion just grunts a little and then flies out of the castle instead. Hunk is having problems holding up the ship, and suddenly he's able to make a deeper connection to his lion, and it develops armored claws and a thruster on his back that helps him hold up the ship. The other lions then join them to help push the ship up, and um, seeing that they're together, the Galra all fire on their location. But just as they're about to fire the iron, iron cannon, Keith shows up in the red lion, which had found him in Alora, and destroys the cannon. Keith then joins the other, and they're able to stabilize the ship and form Voltron. With no more weapons, Marvok orders the ship to be aimed at the Ark and ram it. Voltron forms his sword, and then the paladins notice that their lions are trying to tell them something, and they use their bayards, and the, the sword becomes big enough to take down the entire sh- Gara ship by slicing it down its belly. Voltron then picks up the Tajir ship and flies it away to the moon colony. Back in the castle, Keith and Alora apologize for leaving, but thanks to the Red Lion being able to find Keith, they determined that it is indeed the Black Lion. That's how Zarkon is finding them. And that is the episode six, the Arch of, Ark of Talgir. So again, I think this was an action-packed um, episode. Um, we get to we get some hints for some things in the future regarding Keith. Um, we get another new lion ability in the Yellow Lion this time, and. Um, you know, I, I think it's nice that they're actually building on, you know, think they're learning as they're going on, which is you know nice to see in a cartoon. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things you noticed about this? Well, I think immediately the first thing I noticed in this episode is that the uh, the lead um, tar, what are they called? Tarzirians? Tar, tar, I, I don't know. I, as, but the lead guy is voiced by uh, Jim Cummings. Oh. Which... Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, or, of course, Darkwing Duck, because let's get dangerous. Um, I can recognize Jim Cummings' voice anywhere. (laughs) They reminded me of uh, those little bears from Thundercats and how they talked. Oh, my goodness. I haven't thought about those in 30 years. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe 25, but, (laughs) yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, and it's actually it's funny because that's probably about the same it's a very similar, uh, like voice, you know, robotic voice they mm-hmm. lay over probably Frank Welker when he did sound or Soundwave back yeah. in the day. Like probably if similar. it was, he had, had a deeper voice, it probably would have sounded just like him. So that was a, I, I like how they're throwing in more more special guests and stuff for voices on the show. I enjoy that a lot. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, obviously Keith leaves because he thinks maybe it's something to do with the blade that he has. Zarkon's tracking through there. And Alora, of course, leaves. So we we get some good character moments between the two of them. Um, also, we find out that, and it's kind of hard to blame her after everything has happened, but uh, Alora wants nothing to do with any Galra. Yeah, I mean, they, she's a little bit of a space racist. I mean, it, it, it's yeah. kind of understandable, but you know, not believing that there's a single good person in a particular race. Yeah, that that is definitely she definitely fits the definition, and because she's in space, we can of course use the ever, ever the ever popular space racist moniker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's watching the team work without the full complement. Um, and one of the Targaryens even or the the lead Targaryens even like with the five. Wait, there's only four. Are you not Voltron? <laughs> Like yeah, he starts questioning them because there's not a fifth lion. Yeah, and then when Shiro says, "You know, we'll still be able to help," he's like, "Well, I feel a little bit more confident with all five. 
And the moment with Hunk and the Yellow Lion when they're, you know, when, when Hunk's really doing everything he can to try to stop the Ark from falling in. And the Lion recognizes that and it basically unlocks the Lion's power to be able to grow the armor or to, you know, generate that extra armor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's you know, you're seeing the Lions have powers that are triggered by the Bayard and they have powers that are triggered just by having a connection with their paladins. Yeah. So it's it's nice to see that there's like a there's like two ways that you can really take control of your line and do stuff. Um their plan to get the planet to stay together a little bit was really cool. Uh with uh the uh vines in Lance yeah. Freeze and stuff. Um it's it's nice to see how much of a well-oiled team they are. It really adds a lot to the show, I think. Yeah, what, what I really noticed was just Shiro is just kind of shouting out commands, you know, and they don't even question. They're like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, Hunk, you get under there and try to hold it up. You know, Pidge and Lance, go do this. And I mean, it's just, it shows how good of a leader he is. And then um, just the other guys respect him so much, they just do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, especially at the end for um, Hunk's like, I, I think my line's trying to tell me something. And everyone goes, yeah, mine too. And Jiro's like, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't have a Bayard. Well, not only that, he's like, don't tell me about it, guys. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we get the, gigant- the Giganto sword out of it. So yeah, it, it's nice moments like that. Like, Shiro as a leader, I think, is written very well. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to say a character in the show is written poorly. So. So far, so good yeah. on that, front, at least. But yeah, you know, Shiro's a good leader who doesn't, you know, he doesn't really take take any gruff or anything, but yeah. he's fair and definitely leads well, so. Yeah. What did you think about the Gaura leader, Marvok? I knew. I knew when he was giving that speech at the end where he's like, we will die, then we will die with them or something. And he goes, yeah. ready my shuttle. <laughs> I was like, I knew that was coming. He was good too. I like how the Galra Empire. The only reason the Galra Empire is still around is because Zarkon's such a so ba. Like yeah. the rest of the tents and stuff, they're pretty crappy. Right. <laughs> they're either robust material or they, you know, I think Marvok is like getting stuff out of his teeth. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Zark- he's attacks. he's getting um, resources, saying telling Zarkon, "Oh, it's for you," but you know, he's just building up his own little fiefdom. Right. Yeah, and it, it does a lot to just tell you that the Galra are they're spineless. You know, their power yeah. comes from their leader, and that's it. Whereas the Paladins, their power doesn't really come from Shiro. Their leadership, you know, they get their leadership from Zero, Shiro. But they also are independent. They're willing to help. They want mm-hmm. to do it. And they'll stand up to if if Shiro does something that they don't agree with, they would stand up. Right. So it's it's a good juxtaposition between just how terrible the Galra are and cowardly and just horrible a, a, a race they are. Now I yeah. sound like <laughs> but the, the only other thing I had um, I believe Allura was in still in Keith's Lion when they formed Voltron and they didn't really harp on that at all but you never saw her get back into the castle because he, he went straight into the battle and I wonder if that's going to come back Later on and, you know, in the future season, Allura develops a connection with maybe even Red Lion 
And if if Keith needs to pilot black, you got someone. Right. Which one in the original series? Which one did she? She was blue. Blue. Okay. I always get these all mixed yeah, up. Lan- Lance was in the red and she was in the blue. Okay. Because yeah, Finn yeah. was in the blue. Yeah. And Pidge was still green, right? Yeah. Pidge and Hunk were still green and yellow. Okay. Right. So, so. it would it would be a, a nice nod, but still mixing it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you you know, Coran's not going to be able to pilot all <laughs> that. That outfit he wore was just, it, it seems straight out of like a, an early eighties, late seventies anime. I feel, wasn't that, I swear someone on the original Voltron wore that outfit. I don't think I so. I think it was one of those other mecha shows. Okay. I swear it reminded leave me Leave us of, feedback. <laughs> yes. Leave us feedback and tell us. <laughs> you want to correct us? Coran's ridiculous. Yeah, we're not going to correct ourselves. We want the feedback. <laughs> you won't hear. You won't hear us say we're going to save the uh, uh, save the emails. We want the emails. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I got a kick out of Lance being so worried about Allure and Keith being in the same pot. Yeah, it's like, are you two together? Together? Is she with you or is she yeah. with you? <laughs> and it's. It, you know, they've set these characters up so well that in yeah. this mi- middle of this tense, terrible battle, Lance is like, but no, really, you guys like didn't do anything, did you? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, another great season six, man, it, or season six, season two. I was looking at episode six. Yeah. Rocking along and pretty sure we're about to get to one of the best episodes of the first two seasons, if not one of the best episodes of television I've seen in quite a while coming up soon. So yeah, so it should be fun. <clears throat> and I think we'll have a special guest for the next episode, won't we? Uh, yeah, just maybe yeah. if you're a fan of transmissions, uh, stick around. And if you're not, first of all, why aren't you? And yeah. second of all, anyways, it's not going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess that is it. If it wants you to have anything else to bring up. No, nope, I think I'm good. All right, so um, and just a reminder, uh, please leave us feedback, correct us, um, emails, feedback at povpodcast.com, Twitter is pov underscore podcast, and Facebook is pov podcast. So, uh, and Jason is Jason S. Kirk on Twitter. I'm yakko.org, yakko with the zero, and D-O-T-O-R-G. I need to have something better where I don't have to just spell it out <laughs> every time. Yeah, well, people should know you by now. It's not, yeah. it's, not, it's on the website too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. So find us on the website. <laughs> um, so that's it. So thanks for watching or listening, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.